Hello, everyone. I'm Corey, and we're talking manpower. Today, we're continuing our conversation with Mr. Jay Aronowitz. He's a retired SES and the former Deputy Assistant Chief of Staff G1 for Civilian Personnel. Mr. Aronowitz, thank you again for being here. I appreciate it. Thank you, Corey. So, what constitutes a good leader in your mind? Um, really, being a good leader uh, is about uh, putting out uh, a vision to the organization and communicating it. And when I talk about communication, uh, Corey, as a senior leader, I, I think um, the key element of communication is the ability to listen to your staff and to really understand what's, uh, what's going on um, in, in the organization. And so um, communication is key, having a vision, um, motivating individuals, inspiring individuals, uh, developing individuals. Um, all of those are, are really key and essential to, uh, to being a, a, a good leader. Um, also, um, to be inclusive and to uh, make sure that uh, all the voices are heard uh, within the organization. Um, when I talked about this individual I brought in to, uh, to the organization, GS-12, uh, she was in an occupation series that was different than what was in the organization. Uh, at the time, we had all 343 uh, uh, management analyst. And so this individual came in with a completely different view of the world and a completely different skill set. Um, and so um, she helped some of the leaders within the organization start to challenge some of our own beliefs um, about some of the underpinnings within the organization and made us much better uh, leaders. Um, and so it is about getting some diversity in the organization uh, and being inclusive and making sure that everyone's voice is heard. So what is the difference then um, between a good leader and a bad leader, and, and can you learn from, from both types? Uh, well, again, uh, you know, a bad leader is kind of the antithesis of, uh, <laughs> of a good leader, uh, and some of the, um, the skill sets that I mentioned. Um, and and th there's always a little bit of a nuance, um, and sometimes um, it, it's, um, you know, when I say small things, um, I remember um, as, a, as a manager one time I had a, uh, a leader, who um, set up his desk so that uh, his, com his computer, his back would be to the door as he worked at the computer. And so, you know, you would knock on the door uh, when you wanted to engage with him, and he would just say, what? And he would never turn around and make eye contact with you. And you would have a conversation with this leader, um, but he would never look at you. It was always, you know, towards his back. And so um, I always said, gee, as I move up as a senior leader, I will never <laughs> turn my back you know, have my back position in the office where I can't, you know, make eye contact mm -hmm. and, and um, have a dialogue with, with my staff. Um, and so there are just even some of these small nuanced things within our day-to-day -day work environment that we have uh, with our staff and employees and between each other that um, as you move up, you start to say, uh, gee, these are the things that I've liked about some of my leaders, uh, and these are the things that I haven't liked uh, about my leaders, and obviously build upon um, those attributes that you've seen as positive. I know we spoke a little bit about this in our, in our previous interview um, that you were very you were um, around kind of leaders from kind of the first time you got into the federal government very early on in your career you were going to meetings and you were interacting with these kind of senior leaders and, and things like that. Um, do you think that 
helped you develop your kind of leadership style and what kind of did you take away when you were kind of in the room with those when those type of leaders um it, it, it absolutely did, Corey, and, and uh, I think what I gained an appreciation for most um, was uh, the communication uh, that goes on at different levels of leadership. Um, in other words, when I'm talking to, to my division chief and the information that I provide to my division chief, um, it's much different than the information that I provide to, to senior leaders and the communication style that I have with, with senior leaders. A um, number of reasons behind that. First of all, the amount of time that leaders um, have available as you start to move up the, the, the chain. They have less and less time to sit down and actually work through whatever you may be a subject matter expert on. And so it's understanding uh, that you've got to tailor the information. You've got to understand and know of the leadership's style for receiving information, and it varies. Uh, some leaders, um, um, you know, like a lot of narrative information uh, in, in briefings, and others um, are much more comfortable seeing graphs, you know, bar graphs, pie charts, things of that nature. And so, it's knowing the communication style of the uh, of the senior leader. And so, as I moved up in my career, um, I had to be cognizant uh, of of how to tailor the information presented to, to, to senior leaders. And also understand that they have access to uh, information that impacts on whatever the issue is uh, that I that I don't. Um, and so uh, I I always did try and reach out to other stakeholders that I thought um, would would be impacted by the issue to understand their position and incorporate that in the information that uh, that I presented. Um, and uh, and again understanding that. Uh, you know, as you move up the chain of leadership, that uh, that they do have access to other information that would impact their final decision. So it kind of seems to me that developing your, uh, talking to senior leaders and 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 talking, knowing your audience, so to speak, is kind of a skill in and of itself. You have to kind of develop that and, and know and kind of know what your 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 immediate boss is and what you know their boss kind of their what type of information they want, and then knowing your kind of audience when you're briefing it. With that, does that hold true? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. So, what would your advice be to someone um, who wants to build and grow, grow, build, develop their leadership skills? Well, first of all, um, you really need to seek to uh, to challenge yourself uh, wherever you're at organizationally. Um, you know, if you aspire to be a branch chief, um, sit down and talk to a branch chief. Um, it could be yours today or others, and say. Um, you know, what are the challenges that you have at your level? Um, what did it take for you to get to, 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 your, to your level? Um, you know, um, what are their experiences with regard to their interaction with, say, the division chief or those above them? Uh, seek out developmental opportunities. Um, you know, the, the Army, um, through the Senior Executive Talent Management, uh, Enterprise Talent Management, Emerging uh, Leaders Program, have some great developmental opportunities out there, um, but that doesn't mean that anyone or organization should be constrained by those developmental opportunities. So I would really encourage individuals to, to um, seek out um, establishing developmental opportunities uh, to, to work on um, projects uh, that are going to stretch them. Uh, what you really want to do as you seek to be a leader is to be stretched, to be challenged, to pick up new, new skills. Um, 
to be exposed to uh, meetings of senior leaders. So part of it should be working on a team or project that's going to present information to, to a senior leader to understand the dynamics of, of the organization and, and uh, the leaders within, uh, within that organization. Well, that's a lot for me. Uh, a lot for me to take and a lot for me to ponder. Mr. Ronalds, thank you very much. I really appreciate you coming out of retirement. I know the Pentagon uh, doesn't seem like a foreign place to you, but it's, it's good to have you back in for today. I appreciate it. Thank you, Corey. Well, everyone, that does it for this segment. We look forward to our next segment next week. In the meantime, feel free to like us on Facebook, which is facebook.com slash armycp26. And until next time, have a great Army Day.